This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Junkies and flunkies, welcome to this week's episode of your home for everything up-to-date National Wrestling Alliance news and results and analysis, some good, some not so good, the NWA Saturday special. I'm your co-host, Scott Solo, joining me, the doctor, Dr. G. George Blink. The pleasure's all yours. How are you? Maryland. Uh, I'm good. Um, Sir? So, of course, uh, as we continue on the road to the Crockett Cup, I should probably say it normal. Maybe they'll put me in the open again this year. The ninth, the 2023 Crockett Cup, um, which, of course, will be the first weekend in June. And we are, what, four weeks away from that. So uh, we will go over this week's episodes of NWA USA and Power, which had a couple of uh, power this past Tuesday, had some interesting. Um, I don't know, interesting storyline turns I was not loving, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And then a special uh, show coming up today. If you're listening to this on Saturday morning, later today on uh, what would be NWA USA instead on YouTube, they're doing a very special show, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And I have a, a, a an opinion, another opinion question for the doctor, which I like doing at the end of shows because it's, you know, uh, it's his chance to kind of pull the ripcord. But anyway, so last Saturday, the uh, the May 6th episode of NWA USA, they're still taping Dr. G in uh, Illinois. So they did it again. Tons of uh, tons of uh, Chicago tapings and such. So, um, OK. We had two Crockett Cup qualifying matches. Um, The first one, Homicide was the guest referee, which was pretty funny. But the Spectaculars, Brady Pierce and Rush Freeman are in. They beat Eric Jackson and Rolando Freeman. So little, well, he's even though he's big brother, little body, actually went up against his brother and lost. So Spectaculars, Brady Pierce and Rush Freeman are in the tournament. Angelina Love defeated Kylie Page. That's Kenzie's sister uh, in a singles match. And in another qualifying match, uh, the Miserably Faithful split up. They had their own qualifying match. Judas and Max the Impaler are in the tournament. They defeated Gags the Gimp and Sal the Pal in 515. Um, so uh, we have two teams. Moving on to the Crockett Cup. On a side note, Dr. G, something very interesting, and and, and uh, I don't want to spoil it, but, uh, well, I'm not really spoiling it, but it'll come up later this week. Uh, in fact, next Friday, 
uh, will be the newest episode of Pod of Honor, uh, Steve Willie and I. We were talking about the matches of the year for 2005, 2006, and 2007 in NWA. Uh, not NWA, in Ring of Honor. Um, did you know Sal Renaro is a former co-holder of the ROH Tag Team Championships? I did not know that. I did not know that either until Steve and I did the show. And he, uh, he and I can't remember his partner, I think it was Roddy Strong, uh, won the tag titles at one point. Kind of hmm. crazy. I think it was in 05. 05 or 06. Isn't that bad shit? Sal yeah, I knew he was an uh, indie guy for a while, but I didn't realize he had yeah. won a title in Ring of Honor. Yeah, one half. So Sal the Pal what has, was at some point in his career one half of the uh, ROH uh, Tag Team Champions. So there was NWA USA. So not a bad show. Um, and we have two teams that are advancing to the Crockett Cup, the Spectaculars and the team of Judas and Max the Impaler. That brings us to uh, this past Tuesday's episode of Power. Also from Chicago. They really milked that thing, huh? Um, we had uh, four matches and some interesting interviews. Uh the first match was champion versus champion. It was not a unification or anything, but our world television champion, Tom Latimer, was taking on our national heavyweight champion, EC3. Now, of course, as you know, Doctor, um, that's what I that's my pick for what the main event of NWA 75 is going to be, except it'll be for the world's heavyweight championship. And guess what? My theory might be uh, close to coming to fruition because the match ended in a six-minute and five-second time limit draw. EC3 one, or Tom Latimer actually wanted to give EC3 five more minutes. Billy Corgan, uh, which by the way, it's pretty funny. If you put the captioning on YouTube, they kept call, they kept typing Billy Corrigan, C O R R I G Corrigan. That's pretty funny. Anyway, he did not get his extra five minutes, so the match ends in a draw. Uh, next up, uh, Ricky Morton took on Yabo the Clown. Yes, the one that uh, faced uh, um, Kratos at uh, NWA 312. I don't know if this is supposed to be like like a modern day take on like, uh, what's his name? Doink. Uh, but I think a character like Yabo the Clown is the exact reason why Ta- uh, Nick Aldis left the NWA. <laughs> Yeah, because it's stupid. <laughs> this is this is actually fucking. It's not to ninety stuff again. Yeah, uh, but and in two and a half minutes now he's a heel because he uh, he defeated Ricky Morton by putting his he did the old uh, you know the old Greg Valentine heel finish where he pulled his legs out from under you did a roll up and then put his feet on the ropes, you know the typical old school mm-hmm. Greg Valentine finish. That's exactly how he won. He rolled up Ricky Morton and put his feet on the second rope. So. Yabo the Clown gets uh, gets the victory. We had an interview with uh, um, Aaron Stevens and Blunt Force Trauma, who will be in a tag match later on in the uh, show. Bully Ray came out, cut a promo, talking about how, you know, Tom Latimer is not ready to be champion. I'm telling you, building him up, man, building him up. He didn't want to get booed, but he's like, I'm just telling the truth. Very interesting. And then Daisy Kill came out with his ukulele and uh, won the uh, won the match, and uh, Billy Ray won in eight seconds. So Daisy Kill kind of ate that one. 
Um, we had an interview with uh, Kenzie Page and her sister. She is defending the women's television title next week on Power against uh, Sierra. So, so our main event was the team of Blunt Force Trauma, Carnage and Damage, which of course, as you know, is Rodney Mack and Marche Rocket and Masks, against Tyrus, our world's heavyweight champion, and his his partner, uh, Chris Adonis. So as you know, Tyrus announced a couple weeks ago that he wants to get into the Crockett Cup tournament, and he's trying to find a suitable partner. So he worked with Chris Adonis. Well, match was not, not bad. Seven minutes, 47 seconds, decent power stuff. It ended in a double countout. And that was it. So we don't know who Tyrus will have as his tag team partner. Yeah, I love the double countout. Gotta love double countouts, your favorite thing. Um, and Blunt Force Trauma um, is, uh, we don't know if they're in the tournament or not. So um, there's your episode of Power. It was decent length. It was about 40 minutes. And a couple other, you know, interviews that weren't, you know, off, you know, really of importance, but a lot of May Valentine. Um, but my thing is, tell me your thing. It's a wrestling show, and I get it. And you, you're trying to do some of these matches, but you don't really establish the storylines. Like, so, I mean, I know we're kind of gearing towards the tournament, so people are trying to find partners, but I don't know. It's just. Well, I mildly disagree because I gonna, do think. What's going to make think, you want to buy the pay per view, though? I see. I, I I respectfully disagree with you. I think there is a storyline building. It is Tom Latimer. He is slowly building. Yeah, I mean a little bit, but I mean it's just I, the the thing I liked about when it first started the NWA and Power was like they were doing those interviews like the six oh five show. You know, uh, I don't know had that that old school feel to it. That's what I think people were liking because it was a little different. You know, it was different for today's wrestling. And now it's just like, ah, we're just showing replays of matches and, you know, maybe you get like a little, you know, Bully Ray, little little things, trying to set things up just very, you know, mildly and then going on to the next thing. I don't know. I just, mm. you really got to, you got to establish something to get people interested. What they need to do is Billy needs to stop having these long, I get that you're, you're broke because in essence, that's what I'm thinking, but we can't you can't be you can't be recording like six weeks of shows in one night well, because you're obviously you don't know what your plan is for six weeks from that point, obviously. So the longer you go, the more the the more the, the tapings get more generic. Well, I think they do know where, where they want to go. It's just sometimes either somebody leaves or an injury. That's when things get thrown in. And, and that's the model he's going to use right now until. You know, he could establish a different model where he could make some money. I mean, obviously, you know, you see even with the pay-per-views, what are they drawing? A couple of hundred people. It's not like they're getting, you know, 500 to 1,000 people crowds. No. I think they were going to. Um, I'd like to think that that they did recover from COVID. uh, But part of me thinks they didn't. Because I feel like, except for some moments here and there, and the pay-per-views have actually been pretty good, but... I feel like the the uh, the product as a whole has just not been the same. I feel like they were lined up for a huge Crockett Cup in 2020 with the whole Aldous Marty Skrull thing. I feel like they were on the verge of something really big, and then the pandemic just totally killed them. And I think Billy lost a lot of money 
in those couple of years, 2020 and 2021. I think he lost a lot of money. And uh, and I don't think he's recovered from it, which why which is why I still think eventually he's going to sell. But because also the fact that he is not part of the Fight Plus package uh, is pretty damn stupid, to be honest. I still think that's stupid. But well, I mean, we don't know what the deal again because they're not public company or whatever. We don't know exactly what the deal was behind the scenes. If it was fight that wanted out of it, you know, we don't. We have no idea. But uh, MLW is with Fight Plus, so um, they are. Speaking of uh, streaming and stuff, we have another. I have a, a new story I wanted to pass along to you as well. Uh, so at the moment, here are the. So of course, the one match that's that's definitely booked on night one that we have not. Uh, that we have not, uh, um, you know, that's booked is uh, EC3 is defending the um, national heavyweight title against Thrill Billy Silas. That'll be on Saturday night, the third. Um, here is uh, the teams that are in. Now, last year, it's it's going to be 24 teams, which is more than last year, I think, right? Wasn't last year 16 teams? I thought so. Well, it looks like there's going to be 24 teams in the tournament. 24. That's a lot. Yeah, I don't remember it being 24 last year. So it looks like Chris Adonis is his pick. So it will be Tyrus and Chris Adonis. The Mortons, Ricky and Kerry, of course, junior heavyweight champion. Magnum Muscle, which is Dak Draper and Mims. The Savages, Blake Troop and Jack Stane. Mike Knox and Trevor Murdoch, otherwise known by their very, very quippy name of Knox and Murdoch. Um, our United States Tag Team Champions, the Country Gentlemen, the Spectaculars now, we know, Judas and Max the Impaler. It is official. Our World's Tag Team Champions, La Rebellion, are in. And two more teams from AAA. Oh, God, I can't even pronounce his name. Mistazes Jr. and Octagon Jr. And the team of Arez and Toxin. They're both from Lucha Libre, AAA Worldwide. Maybe those matches are happening uh, tomorrow, and I'll explain, or today, I should say, and what I'm talking about. Um, Today, later today on YouTube, instead of uh, an episode of NWA USA, um, uh, it'll be NWA Mexico. Woo! Yeah. No, they will actually show matches from that, what is it, World is a Vampire or whatever the the whole con- the the big spectacular event they had down in Mexico where Smashing Pumpkins did a concert and then NWA and AAA wrestle each other. So um so there'll be so later today at noon on the YouTube channel uh they will have um matches from the from the show in Mexico uh in in uh instead of NWA uh USA. So um So there we go. Interesting to see how the crowds are in that because it's they're obviously most of the crowd was there for the music. So it's interesting to see. Uh, Billy was on some interviews and saying he got some good response from it. So I mean, there were some big crowds there. There were, there were, and I, I, we had talked about the fact that I wish they did a, uh, I wish they did a. Uh, uh, cameras at those australia shows i'm sure a lot of stuff went on there as well so um okay so there you go so 
there's six. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven teams. So there's 13 teams left to be announced. 13 teams left to be announced for the tournament. That's a lot. That is a lot. So we'll see what happens as time progresses. And again, they pull talents from. Yeah. I'm curious, too. (laughs) So. Uh, so there's your NWA news. There's really not much more going on at the moment, just, you know, continuing build. I haven't seen any. Um, Nick Aldis is uh, settling in quite nicely uh, in impact of uh, a feeling he's going to be um, he's going to be uh, a future number one contender for Steve Macklin and the uh, impact world title um, tonight or I should say last night. We're recording, of course, on Friday. Uh, matches were set for Night of Champions. Um, so, um, the tournament finals for the world heavyweight title, the new one, Seth Rollins, who of course won the, uh, raw half will take on either AJ Styles, Edge, Rey Mysterio, Sheamus, Bobby Lashley, or U.S. champion Austin Theory. Um, I guess that has not happened yet. Um... In and for the uh, universal tag team titles, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn will be defending against Solo Sokoa and Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns will be in Saudi Arabia on um, May 27th, but he will not be defending his title. He will be going for the tag titles. Um, By the way, this is uh, Sami Zayn's first trip to Saudi Arabia for religious reasons, because he's Syrian, I think, and I think they hate the Saudi Arabians or something like that. Um, Owens made the trip once, but in in defense of his friend Sami, his support, he has not gone other times, and Vince never forced the guys to if they didn't want to go, so depending who it was. Um, So uh, there you go. Now, did they finish the, uh, let's see, possible spoiler lineup? Um, Edge versus Bobby Lashley is one semifinal. Uh, Then there was a triple threat. I don't even know how the heck this is working. Anyway, I don't know. They they did did a bunch of weird matches last night to kind of whittle down to one as to who will go against Seth Rollins at Night of Champions for the new World Heavyweight title. So so many belts in WWF right now. In WWE. God almighty. Fucking stupid. Anyway. Uh, I have, here's, here's a question that, that I was that we talked about on main event this week. And I'm curious your thoughts, Doctor. So back in the day, companies used to be very except for those early years of Crockett and WWF, companies were very fair about making sure that, you know, you know, they didn't double up and everybody had their own Sunday for pay-per-views and such. Not the case anymore. Memorial Day weekend, there is not one, not two, not three, but four shows, four major wrestling shows going on um, Memorial Day weekend, and two of them on Sunday night. Really? Friday night, is uh what is it called under siege i think impacts pay-per-view 
Um, Saturday is, of course, Night of Champions. And then two shows on Sunday. You have Battleground, the NXT show, and then, of course, AEW has Double or Nothing. My question to you is, and feel free to pull the ripcord. Is it good or bad for wrestling that there's so many shows jammed into just three days? I think it's bad. WrestleMania weekend is different because that's one time a year and it's WrestleMania weekend but or week. But for other times of the year, do we need this much wrestling in a short period of time, particularly a holiday weekend? No, because you know what? Especially it's a holiday weekend, which is that's number one. No offense, but if the weather's nice, especially in the area like the Northeast, we don't get nice weather very often. I'm going to be outside. I'm not going to sit inside watching a wrestling show. I'm sorry. You know, maybe, maybe on a night, maybe a Sunday night when you're kind of winding down. I don't know. I, I just think it's too much. I think it's overkill. It's like, what, where do you, what are you trying? You know, because most good wrestling fans watch all the, comp- you know, most of the big companies. You know, so like they'll split it up and they'll watch, you know, you have some that, you know, put their line in the sand and I'm only watching one or the other, which is fine. That's their prerogative. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I think mm-hmm. I think re- most wrestling fans like to watch all, you know, the we'll call impact um, AEW and WWE, the big three, you know. So now now you're having all these shows on. It's like, OK. How many hours of the weekend are you going to carve out for wrestling? Mm-hmm. I understand we're all big fans, but and you'll get some that will do it. But that's a lot. It's a lot. of You know, if you got people that have their families and stuff, they're going to do something on the weekend. I mean, I know now you could you can watch things at all various times, but I, I don't know. I just think it's overkill. My personal opinion. Mm-hmm. OK, I don't know. how. I, I mean, what were you guys saying on main event? Well, it was kind of a mix. I mean, it's fun to see the competition. But at the same time, it's true, particularly this time of year, like you want to do it in the winter when, you know, particularly where, like you said, where we live, where it's, you know, fucking 12 degrees in January. You want to jam, like have a big weekend of three or four wrestling shows. I'm totally cool with that. But Memorial Day weekend after the fucking winter we had where it seemed every day was gray, raining in 37 degrees. Fuck this. (laughs) You know, I'm going out. I'm going to sit at the beach. Going to play wiffle ball or something, shoot hoops or whatever, you know, I'm not or sitting outside a brewery, you know, uh, or going to City Field and watching my team suck. Um, so, you know, I don't know, but I'm not watching wrestling. Not then I could watch it, you know, at work in the mornings when I'm quiet. I'll throw it on to get through the morning before my, you know, my day picks up or at night when I'm in bed, I'll throw it on or something like that. But. But if you're going to have a weekend with that much wrestling, I wouldn't do it in May. I would do it in, like, October or November, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, again, I just, you know, WWE, it don't matter because if once you have the, the subscription, you're going to watch it. Um, you know, AEW, you had, I, I think, Impact, right? Is Impact, you have to order them separately? Does it well, impact- this, this, this one, this one's actually on Impact Plus. So if you have Impact Plus, the streaming... It's part. It's it's free. okay. All right. The only yeah. the only shows I think you pay for for Impact. I think like eight of their twelve weekly sh- monthly shows are are on Impact Plus. The other show, the the bit like the ones like Slammiversary and Bound for Glory, like they're big ones. Those you have to pay for, and then they hit I mean, Impact Plus. The one like that probably weeks. gets hurt, hurt the most in this is probably AEW. Yeah, because you got to pay fifty bucks for theirs. 
because people have the, the purchase it. Exactly. And their main event is not the best. And of course, you know, it's the four pillars match. MJF defending the title against uh, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, and and uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. We all know MJF is keeping that because they're building to something for him, of course, uh, in Wembley at the end of August. And, in, you know, let's let's AEW, and I've watched Dynamite the last three weeks. They've barely, and I mean barely, have pimped Double or Nothing. It has been all about all in at Wembley. This is almost like a throwaway show. Yeah, it feels like. And you know, and AEW, and I'll be, I'll say that AEW is not known for that. They take all of their shows very seriously. But this is the first time I feel like that, and everyone knows this joke that that Double or Nothing is to 1991 Survivor Series what All In is to this Tuesday in Texas. Because that was always the running joke that the 91 Survivor Series was nothing more than like a free for all leading to this Tuesday in Texas. So that's what it feels like. Well, yeah, and I think uh, I think that they're trying to they're trying so hard to really like get a gigantic crowd in in London too. Um, you know, there's all kinds of rumors that Drew McIntyre, aka Drew Galloway, is going to go to AEW and they're going to sign they sign him there, so that that'll help pop the crowd. I, I, who knows? You know. Uh, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of interesting. People people love the Monday Night Wars and they want that back. It's never going to be that way. Television is, so, uh, you know, things are watched in such a different way. But I guess the competition sometimes, it, it's kind of healthy, I think, for both companies. I really do. I think I think it's actually healthy for WWE. It, it made WWE ste- step up again. It, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't you feel right. like WWE has stepped it up in the last couple of years compared? Before they were just, when they were... Uh, Ruling the world, they, you look at how many years were you complaining on main event? How shitty and boring and the same nonsense going on, right? Well, let's you're 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 skipping a very important you're skipping a very important thing, and that's the pandemic. Let's take the let's take the AEW succeeded in the pandemic uh, because WWE kind of went on autopilot, to be quite honest with you, and they suffered for it because the product was 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 pretty awful. But I'm telling you, when Vince was still the boss before Triple H came in, I think he was not going to waste good creative on shows with no people in them. And so a, he, it's almost like he conceded AEW the win during like 2020 and 2021 and maybe early, 20, early to mid-2022. Once Triple H took over and, and creative, you know, kind of got fresh, they – but you know, before before COVID, WWE wasn't that bad. That then, you know, yeah, they had their slunky months, but I mean, they were okay. Um, uh, but that is a lot of wrestling for four days when it's it not is. any weekend and the weather's nicer. And of course, join us in two weeks for our next episode of um, the main event, where Nate, Steve, and I will do a full preview of all four of those shows under siege. Um. Night of Champions, NXT Battleground, and of course AEW's Double or Nothing. So there you go. Um, what was the other question I wanted to ask you? Oh, uh, so the one big news story I wanted to put along you, sir, and we talked about it on main event as well. You know the big rumor going around that AEW and Warner Brothers are in cahoots to sign a one billion dollar deal for Warner Brothers to be the exclusive provider of all AEW programming, including the pay-per-views. Wow. 
that is not set in stone. Um, I think CW is having their upfronts convention this weekend. I, I mean, if it's out there, pretty hard. There's probably some truth to the rumor. Mm-hmm. That that would be very big for his company. That that's amazing for a company that's only in business what three four years, four years I guess now. Yeah, four years, twenty nineteen. Um, to have a, a billion dollar contract. Yeah, it, absolutely. I agree with you one hundred percent. I mean, it you know, it, it's amazing, and that would be very big for them because I think they do need to get on a. Um, platform kind of like WWE and where you don't where you don't have the, the old pay-per-view models not totally working anymore because you know WWE kind of changed that so so now you got to rely on subscriptions in other ways but that's why this is a whole big contract that envelops uh, all their programming for Warner they don't you know that's it and that, that kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off AEW I mean to have to get a certain pay-per-view rate and all that. I mean, obviously right. they want subscriptions, but, and that there's that pressure, but I think it definitely uh, helps. Cause you know, again, wrestling fans are loyal. You're going to get the, some that are WWE only. And we know a bunch of those, unfortunately that get too crazy about it, but whatever. And it's the same thing for AEW. There's two, there's some of those that mm-hmm. put their lines in, but for the most part, you got most people like yourselves that, you know, like, on the main event, you guys cover all different um, companies yes, because you're wrestling fans that want to enjoy wrestling. Because to me, the more that's out there, the more competition, the better for us as fans. I've always said that. I agree with you. And there's a little bit of something for everyone. Like we really, uh, you know, took on the NWA because we liked what they were doing. They were doing something different at the time. We were looking for something different back in 2019, and it was. It was something different, um, and I feel like now they even went away from what they originally were doing. Right. I guess you know, the pandemic kind of changed the course a little bit and the stuff with Dave Lagana, but I think I think that's where I think where Nick Aldis got, you know, he was confused. Why are we, why are we dropping our vision? Why, why, why are things changing? Right. I agree. So I, I listen. I think um, I think this 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 contract for AEW, if this is uh, the case, oh, that's big. So what's WWE going to get when you know with their new contract? If AEW is getting a billion, uh, I agree with you. Yeah, and let Pretty me tell nice. you, the new company that owns WWE now, uh, I'm, I'm always forgetting the name of it. What's the new conglomerate that? Endeavor. Endeavor, they're not going to go for some chump change. They're going to go for the big. There's a lot of investment here, so look, Vince is kept around mainly for this contract. You know that. Well, they announced today. I don't know if it was this, uh, it was either it was my, it was our it was either our guy Brandon Thurston or Sean Ross Sapp. It was one of those two. Um, the company is going to be called something Whale. Sea whale or something, something whale. The company that's gonna that the WWE and uh, UFC, they're gonna have an eleven member board, five WWE, six UFC, and both Vince and uh, what's his name, that guy Emmanuel, will be on the board. 
So I'm still perplexed. I'm still perplexed. We talk about Vince wanting power and he can he can't give up being the boss and all that stuff. Meanwhile, he did give up being the boss. He did to a certain extent. For the first time since his father died, Vince has somebody to answer to. He does to yeah, he does have someone to answer to to a certain extent, but they're I think in the beginning they're gonna leave him alone because they're like this he knows his business let's see what he does but i'm sure he's going to be watched don't get me wrong he he does but you know what let's 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 be honest i mean yeah he technically was the big stockholder in wwe but you still had to answer to your stockholders so technically we still technically had a boss but um in terms of the the stockholders themselves but because he owned so much of the stock he didn't have to really go crazy but if the stock tanked you know, they, they, you know, that, that dictates, you know, what you do, but this now, yes, this is a different model, um, but he's still involved. And that's the thing. I think everybody just thought he was totally going to go away. He's just not, that's it's in his blood. I do think, I do think Vince is not going to be able to help himself. And I think, I think uh, he's going to get in trouble again. Him and his dyed hair and his snidely whiplash yeah. mustache. I think he's going to get in trouble. I think he's going to find some other little chickadee, and if he does, fucking, you know yeah. what? Then he gets whatever he deserves. That's what I say. Because I just think he can't help himself. He wants to be the man of the universe. I just don't think he can help himself. It's kind of sad because he's totally ruining his legacy because he is, you know, he's, whether we like it or not, but he's taken wrestling to a whole nother level. Of course he did. Nobody. Why we're fans. People can say whatever they want about WWE. They're the reason we're fans. The only guy who I know for a fact did not watch um, WWE as a kid was Will from Texas. He grew up watching Memphis and NWA because he lived in Texas. He didn't watch any WWF. Everybody else I know watch at least some WWF in their life, and that's why they're a fan. So take that into consideration. Anyway, uh, Doctor, always a pleasure. Dr. G at Dr. G PTB. Uh, at Scott C. Podfather, more importantly, at PTBN Wrestling. Uh, we post all the shows there. We um, we do the wrestling time travel. Um, even though I'm on vacation this week, you will see the wrestling time travel every day. I did not uh, – I will not uh, take that away from you because a lot of people have been enjoying seeing what, what shows happened on this date in wrestling history. And For those that know, I took the big six promotions. I didn't go too crazy in the weeds. I did WWE, I did WWE WCW, ECW, Impact. Um, New Japan and uh, Ring of Honor. Whatever whatever shows from those six promotions took place on this date, that's what I do for the wrestling time travel. You're People amazing. Enjoy it. So, what? You're amazing. Well, I try. You should look at the wrestling time travel doctor and then put put one of those shows on in the background during the day while you're working. Get a good mix of different announcers and all that kind of stuff. I think you'd like it. At PTBN Wrestling, everybody. So to give you a programming update. Uh, as I mentioned, I will be on vacation next week. The doctor will be as well. So there will be no show next Saturday. There will be no episode of of uh, the Saturday special next week. We will be back uh, the week after, Memorial Day weekend. So not only will you have a ton of wrestling to watch that weekend, but we'll be on too. Um, so the next episode of the Saturday special will be in two weeks on uh, May 27th. And then the following weekend, of course, is uh, the Crockett Cup. And Dr. G and I will get you through all of that as well. So 
have a wonderful week. Um, actually, have a wonderful two weeks. Again, we will not talk to you next week, but uh, we'll be thinking about you. Enjoy the wrestling. And uh, as I say on main event all the time, but I rarely say here, we'll talk to you in two weeks. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao. A billion dollar ciao. That's a lot of ciao. <laughs>